Hey, and welcome to Getting Down with the Pickleball with your host, Dr. Don, the killer pickler and sex therapist, and me, Tony, the sidekick who asks the questions, gets the news and all the updates, and all the pickleball annex you can handle. And now, it's Dr. Don. Hi, y'all. This is Dr. Don with Getting Down with the Pickleball. And today, I have kind of a funny story to talk to you about. And, well, so the... The episode is called The Inevitable Boob Shot in Pickleball. All right. So for my first serve. Serving. I'm going to tell you what happened on the court the other day. Before I do that, in a previous episode, we were talking about bangers and how I got hit in the boob, the eye, and other parts of the body. So just recently on the courts, the girls came up to me, and we were doing um, one of our games, you know, outside of the free play where the four of us meet. And they said, they came up to me and they say, well, we have something funny that we want to say to you. And I was like, okay, what is it? Well, we were talking about how you always seem to get hit in the boobs and um, that you should have a paddle put right in front of your boobs and you could have like some really good shots. And I started cracking up because it's true. I get hit in the boobs all the time. Part of the reason is I do have big boobs for my size. I'm only five foot two and I have a double D. But I, I said to them, well, it would be even better if they were fake boobs because then it could, you know, like ricochet off the boob and go to the other side. When it hits me, it kind of just sinks into my boob and then usually will leave a mark. So that day we're playing. And of course, it happens again. I get a shot to the boob at least two times. And this time it left a huge bruise on my left boob. And after I was talking to them, I'm like, oh, wow. Um, If a guy didn't know that I played pickleball and I, you know, was with this particular guy and he saw all these bruises on my boobs, he might think I was into some rough, kinky sex. So that was just uh, something funny that I wanted to bring up. And I'm sure that some of you out there who play pickleball on a regular basis, I would say most women probably get hit in the boob, whether they're small or they're big, just because they're perfect targets. It's better than getting hit in the face, I will say. Did she just say that? That is the worst to get hit in the face. So I'll take a boob shop anytime over a face shop. You gotta be kidding me. All right, now on to my <laughs> second serve. I'm sorry, Tony's listening to me shaking his head. Current events and hot topics of the day. Well, speaking of boobies, not literally, but, you know, uh, the way that somebody acts, I have to tell you that our political leaders, they are getting the biggest boobie award of, I guess, the century. So let's talk about term limits. In Congress right now, we have so many people, especially in the Senate, that have been there forever. Look at Dianne Feinstein. She just got out of the hospital for, what, the third or fourth time? There was an article that was written about her. Over the past couple months, she hasn't even been able to make decisions for herself, meaning that her staff is making the decisions for her. This is not what the people voted in. They didn't vote in somebody's staff to make decisions for you in Congress. This is a very, very important job. And this is probably why Congress has the lowest rating of hmm, just about anything in the world. I would be remiss if I didn't go on to maybe the biggest booby right now, and that would be our current president. Well, he can't seem to stand up. 
Like he falls all the time, if you haven't noticed. I was on the internet and somebody put together a compilation of all the times he has fallen. Just recently, he was giving a speech and what do you know? He turns around, there he goes, flat on his face. He had to be picked up. And not to mention when he was riding his bike, waving, then he stops. And what happens? He falls right over on the bike. (laughs) And probably the most watched video was when he was walking up those beautiful steps to Air Force One. And not only did he fall once, but twice. So how can this be the most powerful person, quote unquote, in the world, leading the most powerful country, and he can't even stand upright. This is really uh, a scary thing. I think that every president coming into office really needs to have a mental fitness test at least yearly to see if they uh, can be the leader of this beautiful free world. Because right now, I don't know, we pretty much got a boob running the country. It's time for Pickleball News. All right. So on to something that's not about boobs. This is an article that caught my eye on wellfit.com. And they're talking about the four reasons to play pickleball and why it's so popular. And of course, why it's, you know, the fastest growing sport in America. So the article goes on to say, pickleball has long been a favorite in places like tennis and community centers. But the court is only a quarter the size of the tennis court, making it easy to recreate at home in a driveway. Other than a net, a few balls, and paddles, you don't need any other equipment. Plus, everyone from kids to grandparents can play the sport, making it ideal for families. The multi-generational sport also is easy to learn for younger players and easy on the joints for more seasoned ones. And, you know, it's like you get out there with all age groups, but it is true where I play We do have people that are usually 40, 50, 60 and up that are playing, and it seems to be a sport that they really enjoy, that everybody can get out there, and of course, it is pretty easy to play. So the recent stats indicate that the sport is growing at an average of 158.6% over the past three years. Okay, no wonder all the community tennis courts are being taken over. Even if you go, you know, in a hotel and they have the tennis courts, they've now converted a lot of them into pickleball courts. And you'll notice at your community parks, the same thing is happening. I'm not sure all the tennis players are happy about this, but uh, certainly the people that play pickleball are overjoyed because they have some more courts to play at. And I have noticed where I'm at, there is a percentage of people who do play tennis that are now coming over to pickleball. So um, it is true what they say, the sport is growing at a rapid pace. And that was the big pickle of the day. Big pickle of the day. Stay tuned for more fun and antics with my co-host Tony. See you in a minute. Hey, and welcome back to Getting Down with the Pickleball. Dr. Don, I'm Tony, and we're here. I think we're still here. We're doing our ninth episode, so we've been cranking them out for you, feeling kind of fun and groovy with that. But want to tackle the first I don't even know what to call it at this point, but you know, your your first uh, sharing of the day is about <laughs> boobs. <laughs> Crazy. However, I don't hear a lot of guys having this problem. No, uh-uh. Well, I, I, and I know guys have man boobs. Is that the truth? And I, I've seen it out there and there's not the most in shape people. 
maybe when they were younger, but not at the moment. So your, your funny part about it was, well, if they, and it sounded to me like if they attached uh, paddles here, <laughs> you could do your, your swinging ricochet. chest thing. Ricochet yeah. off. And, yes. goosh, <laughs> and, you know, A, wouldn't hurt as bad. And B, it might go over the net. You never know. The doctor does have some mommies on her. I mean, you know, if you were a foot taller, it it probably wouldn't, you know, be the... What are you trying to say, Tony? Well, when you walk in a room, you you walk in two minutes after your boobs. Oh, is that so? Oh. <laughs> but it's kind of an interesting uh, phenom, I think, because it can't just be happening to you alone. No, it's not. It really doesn't matter... Uh, what size boobs a woman or man has, because men do get hit in the chest too, but it seems to be, you know, more prominent when your boobs are kind of sticking out there. I don't think that they're targeted per se. I mean, maybe some people target them, but for the most part, it's just one of those things where it seems to be because you're playing up at the kitchen and you're so close that the ball automatically just hits you in the chest. Hmm. Okay, I understand the law of attraction. You're at a level where the ball kind of is good going across the net. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. It's like if it's a six-foot person, that, that's hitting him in the stomach. Right. You know, it's, you just happen to be- I guess you certain, have a point there. Yeah, so, it, you know, maybe if you played further back, then it would start hitting your stomach or your thighs. It wouldn't be just stuck in the ink of the- bunk. So, But I thought it was an interesting little story only because the fact that, you know, the girls got around and they were talking about it and it kind of became something funny. And this is just part of what goes on in pickleball is you have all these different little side stories. And I just thought I would bring it up because it is kind of silly. But in reality, I I do end up getting bruises there quite often. Right. And then you mentioned that, well, man, if... uh, I was going out with somebody and they didn't know I was a pickleballer. Um, they might think I might, you know, be grooving on other things besides or other ways of getting bruises and not during a, an engagement between pickleball paddles. Well, automatically when people hear that I'm a sex therapist, the next thing they think about is that I um, somehow I'm like this, you know, crazy sexual person because that's what I have my degree in. I often think that's kind of funny. Perception, not so much women, but men. They just can't seem to separate the two that that there is a, you know, a professional side and a personal side. Okay. But their word is sex. Yes. <laughs> in there. I don't care I if you're Because there's pro-sex people, but well, I understand- Men and women differ. Like I'll I'll say I'm a sex therapist and women will ask me questions about, you know, their body or if they can have better sex or talk about orgasms or something like that. So it's very like clinical or or even relationship issues that they're having with their spouse or their boyfriend. And men automatically go to, like, what's the kinkiest thing you ever heard? I don't ever hear women say that. It's just kind of a You're just not meeting the right women. Okay, Tony. <laughs> I'm at a bar and I get worse than that. <laughs> well, maybe because you're a guy and, you know, the you kind of ask for it. What can oh, I say? Yeah, I guess, yeah, guys would. Well, yeah. guys go right there anyway. You know, that's just kind of the, the, the flirt, the instant flirt. You could you could joke about it. You can gauge the person or, or, you know, feel the temperature of what the room's going to be when you do something of that nature. But on a pickleball court, 
it seems to me like, okay, so your accentuations aren't uh, something that you can avoid on you. But like I said, do you see other women? Let's see, is there like a tall five foot nine woman, no chest, still get hit in the chest? Probably. Okay, you're just not seeing it. Well, no, I mean, I just think that because like you said, I'm probably up close, mine are a little bit in the front there. And because I'm short, maybe you're right. It's just right there. It's in the pathway. It's in the pathway. But what do you do for people our size? I don't know. So let me ask you in reverse. Like a vest? I mean, it's seriously, it it is kind of a bit of an issue because it hurts after a while. Okay, so let's say there's a tall guy on the other end and then you're hitting back. Do you boink him in the boinks? Uh, No, I've never, I've actually never seen that happen. I have seen once a guy hit himself with a paddle. (laughs) And uh, he needed a a moment to uh, catch his breath. So he, (laughs) he bruised and hurt himself. Yeah. (laughs) With the paddle. Yes. So, and you can't overhand serve, so I don't know how that one works. Well, you know, you kind of do all kinds of crazy moves in pickleball, believe it or not. Okay. All right. You haven't seen a a ball shot? No. Okay. Nope. No need for jockstrap there. All right. That's, ugh. Mm, okay. Well, well you, the, you were in baseball. You know what that's like. You protect yeah, those but, puppies at all times. Yeah, but no one's like trying to throw it in the midsection of a person. Right. You, these people that are hitting it back to you or anywhere across the net that close, A, they're either trying to make sure you'll never return that thing or B, watch this, people. Kink. Oh, I hit the sex therapist. <laughs> Mm. I don't think I wonder any if that's, of that's if going she's on. kinky. Is that her kinky thing? <laughs> is that a kinky thing? I get into whatever, banging. Well, God, that's so. <laughs> Still, it's all insane. I know you mentioned that also in your segment that we had, that was, I think, the first episode ever we did. Mm-hmm. Bangers, well, swingers. Yeah, right. The All those terms. All those sexual terms. Right, that yeah. are connected with pickleball. And then you go ahead and you physically do something. Now, when they do it to you, and I'm not saying, well, I'm sure a woman goes, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Oh, jeez. But do guys just go, oh, man, oh, sorry about that. Yeah, no, they do the same thing. They get kind of embarrassed sometimes. And then other times, you know, it's just like, hey, it's part of the game. You're going to get hit, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I make fun of it. I'm like, oh, there you go. It's my fifth boob shot of the day. And then everyone just starts laughing. And, you know, it kind of takes the sting out of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I played football, that was <laughs> – it, so the ref is part of the, the field. So, you know, sometimes that guy gets run over. I've seen him when he, they've made terrible calls and we call play to get to that guy, to that side of the ref, and then we just pile on and guys were just kneeing him in the legs, balls and everything. But, you know, when you see a big tower, you see a group of a bunch of, you know, Neanderthals on top of each other in that pile, especially in pro football, there's a lot more going on than just, oh, nice blocking, way to gang tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people come up with, you know, bruises, broken nose, the jaws on the other side of the face. Yeah, I don't think pickleball is uh, that crazy. No, it's not that. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with a couple of- I know it's competitive, but it isn't that physical. (laughs) Exactly. But your boobs would disagree with me on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they definitely would. Hey, darling, what is on your chest? Or like, yeah, you go out and you have like a sexy dress on and you're at a restaurant and you're walking in and everyone's staring at you because your cleavage is there and you got a huge bruise kind of showing and they're <laughs> looking at you and then they look at the guy like, he needs to go to jail. 
there's something wrong with those people. I or, just should have a sign she, that says I play pickleball. that in jail? <laughs> but I'm bumped. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I just wanted to mention one last thing because this is as nasty as we probably will ever get on this show. This episode's called The Inevitable Boob Shot. But you actually went on record, as we heard earlier, saying, well, you know, it's better to get it in the face than on your boobs. What the fuck? <laughs> Wait, no, I said it was better to get it in the boobs than on your face. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you got peanut butter on my chocolate. <laughs> no, you yes. got chocolate in my peanut butter. I did. Yeah, that opens up a thousand cans of worms. So you'd rather get it in the face. No, I'd rather get it in the boobs than right. the face. Oh my god! No, that's yes. So you would rather have a boob <laughs> shot than a face shot. I would rather have a. <laughs> you are going there, aren't you? <laughs> uh, well, we're going to end it with that because that can just only get worse, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll be right back after this little break. Talk about some of those current events, pickleball news, and of course the turns. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Getting Down with a Pickleball. I'm Tony with Dr. Don, and we've been trying to, you know, clean up and wipe off all the ickiness from the last segment and start (laughs) clean and fresh with this one. People. Mm. You brought up a very interesting point. It's not just me. It's like almost everyone I talk to. It's almost like they feel bad for the guy because he's just at an age where he's fallen down. He can't remember. He says the stupidest thing. He can't remember to say stupid things or any right thing. It's just a mess with this human. And you're thinking, oh, you know, that I remember my grandfather started doing that or my grandmother, you know, uncle went, you know, started fallen back on the other side of the hill and they just weren't alert yet here we got someone that is the main thing of our whole country and the world and he just doesn't seem to have a uh, a handle on things beyond that he doesn't have a clue that he doesn't have it he thinks he's fine or whoever's around him is telling him you're great the, the last one that you said though just he just fell down he didn't remember what he was saying in that speech and then he just kind of got done, turned left, and went right down. Like, you are like speaking there was about a, our current president, aren't you? I just you call never him, him. He. Him. Oh, yeah. he. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That guy? Yeah. Yeah, we are talking about the actual current president. And they do it for <laughs> kids in, you know, uh, learning to be mechanics. What are you talking about? You can't, you got, you can't be like a, a, a dumbass. Trying no, to learn he, schematics he, of an uh, engine in a Chevrolet dementia. or a new Beamer. He, right, there's something yeah. going on. But they test the kids yeah. nowadays. They test, like, Well, they're the supposed repetition. to test the presidents to find out what their mental, atu- uh, you know, cognitive uh, attuity is. No, I just said that. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <clears throat> you mean aptitude or, I mean, if he has his wits about him. <laughs> If, if he's clever in some situations, if he's strategic in no, other situations, just, if, if he he's just he smart, <laughs> just common sense with this guy would work. Duh. But being, you know, being aware of everything and surroundings and not, um, I think sometimes he's just in his head thinking, okay, uh, I don't think they're on me to me yet, but they, where am I again? 
Okay, I know where I'm at. I got to stay focused. Wait, what do they want me to say? How come I'm always getting these cards? What are they asking me to do? What's going? So when you're that confused and you're in that age group, don't you think it's elder abuse? I mean, shouldn't his <laughs> wife, Jill, be, be like, you know, they take him away and, and put him in, in a, a, I don't know, a care facility? Uh-huh. At this point, he falls wherever he's at, on a bike, standing, walking, tripping. I mean, and, and he's supposed to be the commander-in-chief of the United States of That's America? That's exactly the whole point. I mean, point. come on. You can't have the... Um, I guess the best person <laughs> representing us <laughs> to the rest of the world. And you're not keeping pace with any of the other people. It's kind of like disgustingly embarrassing. I think it's embarrassing. And on to the other part of what I was talking about, look at Diane Feinstein. She's like, I mean, she's pale. She's You have to let me say. And oh, you know what? I, I got you gotta let me do all the segues. That's what I'm here for. Oh, sorry, Don't try buddy. to take over. <laughs> oh, and let me tell you about the other stuff. Yeah, we'll get to it. I'm just so still on the weirdness that this exists. I remember Bush or Reagan for sure had a moment, you know, but we also learned that he had it bad. Well, he, he was really he was shot. Mm, he was shot at. And then when he came back from it, he wasn't the same. Yeah, but he was turning anyway. <laughs> but this guy is totally oblivious. I love when he says, okay, I have these cards, so I, I'm not supposed to talk to you. Okay, how about you instead? I'm like, He's reading the thing they didn't want him to read out loud anyway. Yeah, but Feinstein, what the snark. Mm-hmm. That's that's just the worst one. She looks like the living dead at this point. Dude, she's zombied. Yeah, She's zombied out. And yeah, she isn't um, moving well. How does she even keep getting voted? Did anyone keep just voting for her for some reason? Or are they just bypassing on the ballot? I look on the ballot. I see it. I go, eh, uh, You are happening. talking about California. You think uh, the votes yeah, actually so just, count here? Yeah, right. Yeah. Just, so she just gets uh, instant on well, back Well, that's in. why we need um, to have term limits in Congress. Sure. That's a great point. Even on the uh, Republican side, they're, yeah. they're McConnell. That guy's like the oldest turtle. And what is he? He's just, yeah. he should have been gone a long time Carrie, ago. Also. That guy hasn't stopped. Uh, the, the he's another party. walking zombie. But the fact that we don't have term limits, that wasn't what the founding fathers wanted. They wanted the working people to come in and be a part of the government for a, a short period of time, do their job, and then leave. Okay, so th- that was the whole point. Not to become a career politician Not having, for their lives. When you're done, maybe there's a better guy that can do it. Maybe there isn't. Maybe you want him again. Maybe or you her. want to run. Or her. The person is all mm-hmm. I meant. So there was options there. But this is like, they just keep going. Yep. It just, <laughs> it's like a record player. You know, like, oh, I didn't put the arm over. It just starts over again. But the worst the part is, the she's, same songs. she's been in the hospital for a period of time and her staff is making critical um, decisions for her. And that's not right. No one voted to have some little 25-year-old on staff. Making say, decisions. Hey, yeah, about right. our laws or what we have to live with in the state. All right. Think we can call that one? Okay. Let's right. call that one. Boob of the day. <laughs> the big and that was my big boob of the day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're just going to take a short break, come back, get some more of the news, and then, of course, my favorite part's coming up. Always about the terms. And you can tell from our earlier banter, 
they're always nasty. Let's see if I can find a couple. But hang in there. We'll be right back. Hey, and hello there again. We're back with Getting Down with a Pickleball. Dr. Don, I'm Tony. We're going to call it a night. See you later. What? <laughs> Actually, we're going to get into this little Pickleball News article because you played it originally, I think, because, and I took it as a distraction, and then you became the pickler because you're obsessed, and this helped you get through something that was very difficult. So you could say you were depressed. Yeah, well, situational depression. Okay, yeah. right. Um, I apologize. Sadness. It was. More yeah, so. it was. Yeah. Sure. Not. Yeah, clinical. it was concentrated on a one thing. It wasn't like, oh, I've been depressed all my life, and then right. this came. No. So when that event happened, um, this helped you, right? So in the article that you read, it said it had a few four reasons that why is pickleball so popular? Why is it helping uh, people, especially the elderly? One of the reasons was it seemed that it lifted the depression from people that have depression. Well, you you just said something really important about the elderly. And I will say that a lot of elderly people have lost a spouse. I happen to have lost a spouse at a younger age. But when you think about elderly people, they're probably not going to go out and find somebody else and they're kind of lonely. So taking up pickleball is a wonderful sport for them because they're part of something. You know, you socialize, you have good cardiovascular health. Um, the, the article also says it promotes better hand-eye coordination. And so especially for those people in that kind of bracket who are retired, maybe don't have much to do, are finding something to do, this is really the perfect sport for them. Well, sounds like that, or they stumble on it and it becomes their cheers, the camaraderie. The, I know you say it's social, but okay, we'll just say people older than us come from a different generation. Even though they're pretty hip where none of this instant gratification was happening. It was, they went through 50 years with somebody, they lose that person. And the first thing they're thinking isn't, oh, I know that I could get on the golf course and get back into socializing that way. This is a sport that helps, that is almost built for older people. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I think it's built for multi-generational playing because grandparents can actually play with kids and kids enjoy playing with the grandparents because it's a very easy sport to learn. Right. You mentioned that, hey, we could could pick up it anywhere and do it. We got a couple of paddles. We go over here. We could just make a shift, a a string across the fence. And now we have a, a net or, you know, the middle of the court and you can play. But when you get older, you're your energy level isn't as what it was, say, 20 years before. But usually it's something stupid like golf. They don't care about the game. All they care about is getting back in the clubhouse, pounding some beers, you know, getting away from the wife, having a good time with the guys, and then going back home. Then they find that when they lose somebody, that big gap hole, it's not taking you away from your pain. Because the second you stop and you think about it, it's right there again. It's like a switch. Well, you know what? It does. First of all, I would say a good 20% of the people playing, both men and women, have lost a spouse. It just happens as you get older. 
But it's not just on the court. You make friends off the court. So you end up going out for coffee or you go out for dinner or you go out for lunch. So that's the nice thing about pickleballs. It becomes a community. And if you're out somewhere and you're talking to people, chances are one of those people or some of those people are going to be playing pickleball. Then you have something automatically to talk about with them. Yeah. Well, we're in a community that it's more of a retirement, I would say. It's either families or retirement. The guys in the middle are all in town. Yes. They're not just, you know, 20 miles outside of LA thinking, oh, yeah, I want to kind of, you know, relax and lay low. No, they're in there partying. They're doing those years. We did that. And then we find that as you get older, you become your parents somehow. <laughs> you follow those footsteps. You're in an area in the community that this is a common thing. So when you're out, you do. We could be anywhere in this town. It could be a restaurant. It could be a bar. It could be the grocery store. You're in line. Pickleball comes up. Or there's an article sitting there, and everyone's kind of reading. They go, oh, you play too? Well, yeah, I'm over at such and such. Oh, I'm over at such and such. Oh, we do this. And, the, and then that banter starts. could start a friendship. You, you don't know. But it's not just the social stuff. It keeps you in hopefully better condition, physical condition than you were before. Definitely helps the cardio. It's not just a one-way. Not you, though. You get hurt. <laughs> and I feel sorry for you. <laughs> then you're injured forever and you yeah, won't well, listen to you anybody. Yeah, I, I play way too much. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, you Because you love it, you don't yeah. want to give it up. And then when your body says, wait, wait, wait. I we, was, have a, um, we have a moment here. <laughs> we have a problem. Can you just give me a second to fix it? And my, you don't want to let them do that. My friend who plays pickleball, she had the same thing I did. And she went to her doctor. And her doctor's like, well... You're probably only supposed to be playing like three tops four times a week, not six times a week. So you might want to dial it back a little bit. And I mean, because when we're out there, we're there for two, two and a half hours sometimes. Yeah, but you you love playing, but you love the band, the camaraderie, the thing, the girl, the stuff, the funny guy, guys that pick up on or you think are picking up or whatever the scene and the well, our backstage club's not secrets. really a pickup place, but it's it's, you know. Eh, yeah, right. I mean, like I said, I said- Are there guys there? Yes. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Don't worry. You know. Oh, my sex therapists. They all do it. Yeah. It's just where, you know, that's- Now you're a lonely guy. You're a, a single person now. It's not illegal to talk to someone. Um, or Illegal for, <laughs> or moral, <laughs> if you were trying to say. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. <laughs> the point is- there's way more to it than the game. The game is great. You have fun playing it. It's the benefits around it. If you want to read the article, it's why is pickleball so popular plus four reasons you should play. Where? It's on verywellfit.com. Okay. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got one more segment left here. Coming up, my favorite part. Stay tuned for the terms. I'm sure they won't be what you thought they were. Well, maybe some of you know all the terms, but I'm banking a lot of you don't. So let's see how the doctor fares on these. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the last part of our lovely podcast today on the Getting down with the pickleball. 
with the grayness of the doctorness of the dawnness <laughs> and toneness. Mm-hmm. The tone. Okay, the tone is if you were staying with me. So usually, and I think we kind of shot our watch. Hey, thank you. In <laughs> the sexual terms of prior segments, but there's still a few interesting. Let me, I'm going to throw just a couple at you, but here's an interesting one. And unless you can play really well and do the, a lot of these things in pickleball, you probably don't know what they are. So let me try this one first. It's called carry. Well, how do you spell it? As in I'm carrying a luggage, C-A-R-R-Y. Carry. Carry. Should I guess? Sure. Um, You do it all the time anyway. Carry. It's just carry. Yes. Not like the movie. (laughs) Just ends in a Y. Oh, okay. Uh, Maybe where if you carry the ball too long? Like in your hand? (laughs) I don't know. Because you're walking? Maybe when you're trying to serve, if you carry it for too long of a time period, they they uh, dog you for it. Ah, uh, more Donisms. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Mm-hmm. I don't know what is it. Okay, Carrie, a shot where the pickleball does not bounce directly off the paddle, but is rather carried along the face of the paddle during the forward swing. Oh, I've had that happen before. Right. So uh-huh. you yeah. didn't. You didn't immediately hit it back. Right. So you caught it on the paddle and you carried a second. Yeah, but that it can happen a different way, though, too. It kind of slides on your paddle, but they're not saying that's illegal. It's no, just no, 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 no. Sh- it's okay. just they're just calling a carry like that might be a style of play that they can do. Meaning, and I believe it's when the ball is hit over the, the net or even like on a little soft or a dink or whatever, that they didn't hit it directly immediately. Off the paddle, they caught it. Like when I, in baseball, when you go to bunt, they tell you to catch the ball mm-hmm. on the bat. Put it Hit where it. you want. Yeah, but the reaction of the ball is where it's going, not where you're doing it. You you catch the ball and you lightly move some. So uh, that's what I'm going with. Okay, that makes sense. But it's an interesting little vibe. Okay, ready? Yeah. Split stance. Split stance. Hmm. Mm. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you stumped me. <laughs> Split stance. I can't even guess what that would be. Well, we're not at the strip club, so. Um, what are you talking about? Like a you see doing those? the splits? No, no. You see those girls when they, they grab the pole with their hands in front of them, and then they, they're split stance. They're, okay. Okay. Anyway, I, I don't go to the bar and watch that stuff. Well, it's it's the, in ads. You know, girls always selling a car, and they got their bathing suit on. and They're doing know, the splits? They're not splits. They're in a split stance, meaning if your legs oh, are together. I see what together, you're saying. Now right. your stance is open. Yes. So here's oh, the – there you go. Kind of. Very correct. So the – definition is position with the feet separate and parallel in the ready position to return the ball. I so, sound like that kind of bent over a little bit. No. <laughs> there is the titty bar <laughs> reference. That's what they do. Uh, except they kind of nice. give you a little presenting look. Yeah. They don't give you. Okay. But always Whatever. something little sexual had to be in there. But split stance, which I'm assuming most men like to um, play, I mean, do when they uh, uh-huh. play. Uh-huh. All right, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Is 
It's just, they're getting ready. All right. Okay, well, that's all the time we have and for this episode. And we appreciate you, as always, uh, tuning in, giving us a chance, taking a listen. And you can look us up and, or leave a comment or reach us at gettingdownwiththepickleball.com or Don's Mission on uh, Twitter and then the Politically Incorrect Sex Counselor on YouTube. Those are two places you can reach me. You can also comment on there as well. So uh, stop on by and leave your comment. We'd like to know what you're thinking and if you have any suggestions or questions. Uh, oh, you just opened that thing. <laughs> oh. Of course, Everybody's that's Everybody's a critic. It. Everyone's got something to say. Well, I want to hear Oh, I love it. It's perfect. Say. Except, all right, ladies and gentlemen, please take care. We will catch you next time. Enjoy pickling. <laughs>